All right. Thank you all for coming to our podcast today. We appreciate all of our listeners and guests. We are glad that you can join us as we enter into episode six, being a female intern in the STEM workplace. And I just want to thank both Cheyenne and Alex for being our very first guests. Welcome to the crazy world that is Lash. And just uh, moderately, a fun fact, uh, Lash is an acronym and it stands for, you guessed it, literally actually with Siren Haley. So we welcome you again to our podcast and we're going to jump right into our Evie inspired segment, Totally Natural Banter. Totally chill. Totally chill, natural banter. Totally chill. Uh, So today's banter question is for all four of us. Yep. And that question we have previously picked. And it will be, if you were in a witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go? You know, just to get the ball rolling, getting the questions (laughs) flowing, getting the thinking process started. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want you guys to be as eloquent as lovely Haley. <laughs> I can only I can only try, but um I feel like yeah. I don't know if I were to go into witness protection, I would want the most generic name possible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want anything that would possibly make me stand out. So I would probably go with like a really common name like an Ashley. Emily. Or, definitely. Yeah, like a Sarah, like something that's like super common and then just make like the last name like Smith. <laughs> something like totally innocuous so nobody would absolutely be able to find me or filter me out from 800 other people that are probably living in my region. And then, I don't know, like Nebraska. I don't think <laughs> anywhere midwest yeah anywhere like no no one goes there no one goes there so i mean as much as i would love to say bali and call me like queen alex the third or something that is a really good point i see i didn't even think about that like the generic name me neither although alex don't do you feel like going to somewhere like that is less obvious than going to like a big city where there are like a lot of ashley's or you know Mm. See, like a big city, there's, I maybe so, but there's a ton of people. So I feel like I wouldn't be able to sense if like somebody was watching me or coming for me versus if I lived in like my cozy little cabin mm-hmm. in Nebraska in the mountains and set up booby traps like, you know, <laughs> all home style in case and, anybody came after me. And there'd probably be like more cameras or, or places to watch you. No, for sure. Face yeah. recognition software is a thing, y'all. And it's uh, coming <laughs> as much as we don't want to know. And the racial bias is terrible. But that's a different podcast. That, yes. <laughs> she already knows. She, she already knows. knows. Yeah. What so, about you, Shayna? What yeah. do you think? I'm going to have to agree with Alex on this one. I think the most basic name is possible. And middle of nowhere, like she said. I feel like I work best when there's less people so I could be more strategic in what I do Mm. I like it I yeah I definitely didn't like think smart when analyzing this question I was definitely like what cool name can I have and where am I going (laughs) where am I going to vacation (laughs) what is your name I don't know (laughs) that's the name that I came up with I was like rainbow Conway that's my name I love that (laughs) I love that too we just call each other rain (laughs) 
Yeah. I didn't um, I didn't get as far as thinking about where I should go. Where what did you think, Haley? Where where would you go? I was thinking like like somewhere in Europe, at least as long as I can go abroad. <laughs> um if not, you know, somewhere sunny, maybe. I asked Jesus, I told Jesus so we were doing this question and he was like, I would just keep my name and then go to Mexico. <laughs> Bam. That's he's so smart. He's not See, wrong. He's, he's not wrong. Jesus is the Ashley Smith of Mexico, though. So he literally what Alex said. I know. <laughs> that is what it's saying. just a very common name. So he would never, it'd be so hard to find him. I feel to pinpoint <laughs> which, you know, Jesus that you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. You go. No, you go. Okay. I'm Haley. And I'm Thyra. We love learning. We love discovering. And we love talking. Are we experts on literally everything? Absolutely not. But how will we learn if we never start the conversation? So, we hope you'll join us for this literal journey. So thank you for kicking us off with that question, Haley. And one of our first two guests is my brand newish coworker, Cheyenne Tuttle. And we've not known each other for very long yet. However, in this short time, I've seen a lot of good in Cheyenne. She's kind of shy, <laughs> but despite that, I've seen her be a go-getter. When she feels as though projects she's involved in aren't quite growing her and teaching her, she pursues new projects that have more depth. I've seen that a few times already. She's polite and hardworking at school and at work. And I think apart from workplace behaviors, I've seen her be thoughtful and fun. And so taking it away with her school, her major, and some fun facts about her is Cheyenne Tuttle. <laughs> wow, Shira. That was quite the intro. <laughs> I, I feel a lot of pressure to like... <laughs> I should have just been like, here's some girl, Cheyenne, that I know. (laughs) Well, my day is made. But thank you for being on the podcast, first of all. Um, My name's Cheyenne. I go to school at the University of Buffalo for biomedical engineering. I'm interning and going to school at the same time, which is like kind of a struggle. But it's worth it. And I'm working with Syra. And I'm basically just trying to gain experience in manufacturing. So yeah. And so far I really like it, which is good. Nice. That that's great. Um, I'm excited to have you on, Shiana. I'm also excited to have on my very good friend, Alex Muckenhern. Alex was actually my very first friend at Kettering at school. And I was definitely blown away by how outgoing she was and helpful to me, inviting me to do things with her and being able to talk with her about the struggles of starting college. Um, I have I've seen Alex grow and grow throughout her college experience, pursue things she is passionate about, regardless of what anyone thinks of her and be a great resource to talk about all things feminism. Not only is Alex intelligent, but she is also super fun to hang out with, and her fashion sense is impeccable. <laughs> so without further ado, thanks thanks for coming on the podcast, Alex. Thank you. As I sit here in sweatpants and an Under Armour hoodie, Haley, that was... <laughs> 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 Do 
anyways, hi guys. My name is Alex. Um, I went to school, obviously, with um, Haley at Kettering University. I graduated in September with a degree in mechanical and bioengineering, and I am currently working in aerospace engineering, which is pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> a lot of firefighting like there is at other places, so just constantly learning and growing and doing new things every single day, so Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be here and talk with you guys today. Ooh. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's, we're excited. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's how we're going to do it. We're just going to do question time. And as much as you guys want to share, we want to learn about you. And that can be a serious thing or a funny thing or however you feel comfortable. So our first question for our guests is why did you go into STEM and was it what you expected? Alex, do you want to go first? I can go first <laughs> if you want. Okay. Yeah, no, do it. Oh, okay. Um, I have absolutely no idea why I went into STEM. Honestly, <laughs> I, I was really passionate always about science, about biology, and I knew that I was definitely going to go into a career that pursued something along the lines of science. When I first went to college, I was pursuing a degree in pre-med, which was quite different from doing engineering, and then quickly found out that that's not something long-term that I really did feel like doing. So then I ended up getting a pretty good co-op with a nice company at school and decided to just switch majors to mechanical engineering while still kind of doing like biochem on the side. Um, I always wanted something that involves STEM and growing up, my grandfather, he was an architectural engineer. So that was something that I was exposed to for quite some time, always sitting on his lap and watching him do hand sketches and drawings actually with the actual light tables, you know, those giant mega things. So those, that was, that was pretty cool. And it was definitely an influence. And he always told me to definitely put school above everything else, which is cool, I guess. Um, is it what I expected? I, I did expect it to be a challenge, obviously, like from everybody else that I ever talked to pursuing a career in STEM, especially as a woman, I knew there was going to be some obstacles. I would say it was about what I expected. I didn't quite expect to have so many mental breakdowns during school, but <laughs> you know, just, something comes along with that. You know, there's beauty and pain, so it's all worth it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I just have a real quick question for you, Alex. Um, you said you kind of did some biomedical stuff on the side. What does that mean? What did you do? Some biomedical stuff. Oh, oh no, like the bioengineering, like the biochem. That was oh, yeah. the um, other, that was like a, you know, specialty that I was going for as well. So if I still wanted to pursue going to medical school later on, I could. I eventually ended up dropping that <laughs> for bioengineering as well. So I changed my major a bunch of times when I was first starting out. But thankfully, it only cost me like a term. So I don't know. It takes you some time to really figure out what you want to do. And that's totally okay. Cause I, I had absolutely no idea going into it, you know, that I wanted to exactly do engineering. So it's something that you kind of have to figure out, get a feel for it. And there's definitely like no change, shame and just changing everything up once in a while, you know? 
Yeah. And you yeah. ended up getting your, your bioengineering specialty right through the school. You ended yeah. up. Qual- okay. Yeah. yeah. So Emmy and bio E. <laughs> nice. What about you, C-girl? Yeah. So pretty much I only got into it because my brother, my dad, and my stepmom are all engineers, which is pretty crazy. So my whole life, I've just been surrounded by people whose minds think like that. And I think that really helped develop me into wanting to do engineering. I also find that like math and science was pretty interesting to me and challenged me a lot too, versus like English and like history and things like that, that I wasn't that interested in. Was it what I expected? Yeah, it was pretty much what I expected it to be. Um, Definitely had a lot of struggles, still do, and probably always going to have those. But go through that and like be bored at work and yeah, keeps you, keeps you learning, keeps you interested. So that's really cool. And all of your family being in engineering too. That's Mm -hmm. insane. You probably had some good, good mentor mentors. Yeah, I did. I'm thankful. So, I know that your brother is in the military, but does your mom, did your, or your stepmom also work for the same company that me, you, and your dad all work for? Yeah, she did for um, a few years, actually, but she moved on to do more environmental engineering work for a different company. Nice. She really liked it, though. Everyone that I've talked to that's worked there says that. It's a great company, so I'm excited. In the environmental engineering company? Sorry, no, the company that we work. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to have to, like, make names up for our companies to talk about them in code. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. On, on the <laughs> next <so> episode of... <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, personally, like, I kind of engineering wasn't what I expected in good and bad ways. I think, I don't know um, if you, you and I want to touch on this at all, Syra, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, there were definitely some expectations that I had that were good. Like, like I knew I would like the subject material um, and I, yeah, I knew like I would like the math and science aspect of it was working what I expected, I, th- I think that that's what really got me is internships. And I'm excited to talk more about about those specifically because internships and working in the engineering field are a little bit of what I, I didn't expect. Um, so, yeah, what do you think, Sai? I actually, I have a similar, I guess, at least mental background as Alex as far as like what I thought. I wanted to do when I was a kid. I was really intrigued by science and um, I didn't actually even know what engineering was till like maybe high school or something, you know, and I was actually watching a TED Talks today about how sometimes too many options are kind of limiting. And um, I think that's one of the things that I've found about engineering that has been surprising to me is that engineering is such a broad term and like Cheyenne was saying, her stepmom was in one kind of engineering at the company that we work at, but now she's doing environmental engineering. And I'm sure those jobs look totally different. And even just within some of the 
job roles that we have all been in. I bet none of us have really ever, well, maybe me and Cheyenne have done similar things, but you, Haley, at your company and Alex, I'm sure we've all done totally different things. And so I think that that's what was number one surprising for me. And number two uh, tends to make it hard for me to choose if it's where I want to go is because there are so many options. And yeah, that was one of the biggest surprises for me. Yeah, that's great. Did, did you guys, what what age do you guys think you like found out about engineering? Probably Cheyenne, you probably found out way earlier than us, but, <laughs> um, but even that like was the engineering that your, your family told you about, was that similar to what you experienced now starting an internship? Um, not really, because the type of engineering they did was not what I was interested in. Oh, okay. I was more similar to Alex. Like, I kind of felt like I wanted to go to, like, med school mm-hmm. and do, like, more biology-based. Um, but I felt like that was going to restrict myself. And if I started to get into that, like, how hard would it be to back out and still graduate within four years? So biomedical engineering was like the best in-between major that I found and I just stuck with so what about you Alex what uh like when did you first like at what age did you kind of understand what engineering might be a little bit about I still don't fully understand what engineering <laughs> is at all. Um, I agree. When I found out, like, really, like, you know, engineering, like, let's go into this and do this and stuff. My mom actually tried to push my brother, my older brother, to go to Kettering because he is a huge gearhead and always wrenched on cars. And my mom's like, let's make you an engineer. So she took him to the school because she heard about it. So she actually wanted to go tour with my brother. So we all went and actually toured Kettering and I grew up in a very, very small town, very small. (laughs) So I graduated with about 40 people. So the thought of going to the larger schools that I was originally applying to, I was freaking out because they all told me, you know, this is our main lecture hall. You're going to sit in here with 300, 400 other students at a time. So When I came to Kettering and saw that it was still possible to have a college experience that felt more familiar than like what I was used to and that I would still be able to get that time out of my professors, that's when I was really like, okay, I have to start looking into this more, seeing what it is, because I knew it was an engineering school, but then they added pre-med in like recently before I went there. So that's, that's when I first seriously started looking into it was probably about like six months before I went. I also graduated. With 40 kids. I find that interesting <laughs> to finally meet someone that graduated with a small class. I know talking to everybody else, they're like, we had to rent out stadiums. And I was like, we did it at our gymnasium and there was no AC <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> and people drive their tractors to school, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hit an Amish driving to school. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I think one thing, I don't know if we can all agree on this, but definitely for me, engineering is a lot more paperwork than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Documentation. <laughs> yeah. Our best friend and our worst nightmare at the same time. No, yeah. for sure. Most of what I'm doing at work right now is documentation. 
almost completely. So I, um, I was like, this isn't what I was expecting. Like, it's cool. Cause I get to read a lot and learn a lot at the same time, but Oh my goodness. Just sitting there and reading through engineering paperwork is like, I'm sitting at school reading a textbook again sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But that it's more, it's more applicable. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't scare too hopefully. many people away from <laughs> hopefully hopefully it doesn't scare too many people away from engineering though because all their Bailey I forgot we're trying people engineering isn't terrible oh, oh we love it we love it <laughs> we, we love engineering we literally love engineering it's it's so yeah. great I think I like got the light bulb as soon as Alex did too I was like oh yeah wait we're supposed to like <laughs> <laughs> telling people how awesome it is, right? And with yeah. that, let's talk about the challenges. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, actually, let's maybe jump into our next question. Um, we kind of want to talk about a few different things. So we want to talk about challenges and or benefits. So we want both sides of being an intern or being a woman in the STEM industry. And so we can kind of jump all around, but we want we do yeah. want to hit both benefits and challenges because um, personally I've experienced both and for both being an intern and a woman in the workplace. Right. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess like figuring out where to start, like just generically the first time I stepped foot into Kettering's giant gym co-op fair thing, it was super intimidating, you know, being there and feeling like a minority in a place again was really weird because it's the majority of the population there is male. So going to a school that's like 86% male and trying to compete for all of these guys with jobs was super intimidating because I wasn't ever somebody that like really like tampered with things before I went to school. I never like tore into cars or rebuilt an engine. So I was like, these guys already have all this experience because I feel like most of them got into this because they like to work on those things. So Going in, I already felt like I was kind of like a little bit at a disadvantage because while women can still like do all of that stuff wholeheartedly, I personally didn't. I wasn't ever a huge gearhead, but I was always like kind of intimidated of that for that reason. So all of these larger automotive companies that I was looking into trying to go to because I thought they were inter- interesting I was scared that they weren't going to like me as much because I didn't have that experience really in the automotive realm. So like right, right out the bat, I was just like so scared, so nervous and like really intimidated. And I screwed up <laughs> talking. I had to have a few practice tables that I went to at the co-op fair because I was so nervous and I was like stumbling over all my words. So Luckily, I had a really good transfer advisor that like helped me and made the recommendation to go to places that I didn't really like necessarily want to get into first. So that, that definitely helped. And I, I don't know, it took some getting used to, but you know, once you finally got in the groove and you realize that you're just as competitive as everybody else, you know, you have those qualifications, you can perform that job just as well as they can, even if they have experience. So 
you know, never shy away from like those opportunities, I guess, if you don't feel like you have those qualifications, because I know like women in general, we do, right? That was a whole study that people did before about how women don't really apply to jobs that they don't meet a hundred percent of those qualifications for, whereas guys are just like 70%. Right? So I feel like, you know, we just need to care a little bit less and just let ourselves shine in the way that we naturally do. And I feel like just doing that, that was challenging for me, like even walking in there and just being like, all right, there's like 500 other kids. Let me try and beat them out for a job. Yeah. Alex, I'm just thinking about like what what I've heard from Haley about you and just like thinking of a person with confidence and even now like meeting you in the podcast, you seem like you have such an easy time explaining yourself and like speaking about things. Do you feel like I'm thinking about your story being in that that gym and being intimidated? Do you feel like the college experience has helped you to develop that confidence? Or do you feel like that's something you already had, but just in that moment it was taken? Or do you feel comfortable just because it's the four of us? Who is Alex in, in that sense? I, I've always been a fairly confident person, uh, honestly. But to be completely honest, going to Kettering really destroyed a lot of the self-confidence that I felt like I had before, which is something that I never really talked to people about because you want to give off this outward appearance of not caring, of being strong, of being confident, which I, I am. I still am. However, going there was a very difficult experience for me. I was thrown into this world where I was like, I don't really know anybody. I'm away from home for the first time and I'm trying to get you know, this job and everything. So it was just like very overwhelming all at once. And I had like a very rough transition just with like some people in the beginning and just feeling like really self-conscious and really down about myself. So the majority of the first term I was at school, I stayed in my dorm room because I was like so nervous and so scared and so intimidated by all of these other people and what they said that I never really left my dorm room for the first semester um, but then I ended up finding, you know, like Haley and my, my roommate Sarut really helped as well. So there's people there that definitely helped like guide me back out again and help me be more confident because I definitely am more confident when I'm comfortable with people, I guess. So yeah, that, I mean, I'm, I'm a confident person, but, you know, going to an engineering school definitely uh, made it take a little bit of a, a blow. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Well, good for you for like really holding your own. Yeah. Okay. It's like Cheyenne, I don't know your experience like with how you went through getting your internship. Yeah, so <clears throat> I actually had a previous internship, but it wasn't really related to my major, so I don't like count it cuz it wasn't real experience towards like what I'm striving for. And I started this internship only a couple months ago so I don't know how much uh, feedback I can give but I do know that there is one thing that I found that was pretty challenging that I'm still trying to deal with and that's um, taking things too personally because I came into it and you know you're excited and you want to like meet all these people and you're your mind is like pure when you first come in, right? Because you don't know anybody. You don't know like the dynamic of the workplace yet. So 
I guess if some people are having like a bad day, it's kind of hard to tell because you don't know them yet. And if they are and things are said that or like their tone is different or whatever, just like don't take it personally. They're probably having a bad day and you just have to keep positive because like if you don't, you're going to hate your job. (laughs) Always stay positive in everything you do. If you like it, if you don't like it. Yeah, I would say that's like my biggest advice, really. I do think that's good advice. And I think it's um, I think that's what's cool about uh, one of the good things about being an intern, maybe getting to understand like workplace environments and stuff like that before Mm -hmm. you get into like a full time position. You can kind of get all of that out of the way with your internship. I know like if you want to touch on that, too, but like for me specifically, I felt like, oh, okay, so this is how like people just work in general. This is how people like do their day to day. And so now, now I have all that experience. And so now when I go into my full-time position, you know, I can get that all out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, Haley. And I think for me, Shaina, your point makes me think that for me, being an intern or just being at work in general is just as much about observing people's behaviors and seeing how like the workplace culture runs as it is about actually doing my day-to-day job completing tasks things like that I'm very interested to see how people interact with each other and people's interactions with each other do stick in my mind they do influence my behavior and I think one of the big things that I realized is that when you go into a professional workplace not all behaviors are professional I think we expect that as maybe young people coming into like our serious first jobs. I know that for me, the place that I work at, kind of like Cheyenne, like I've worked at other places, but this is the place that I consider like my first serious job because it's related to the field that I want to graduate with a a degree in and noticing behaviors that don't seem like they belong in a workplace, but then how do you stay professional in the midst of that? Cheyenne, I want to ask you, though, what do you feel like are some benefits you've uh, sort of reaped or gotten anyway in your time at your job? Um, I think just being like a woman in STEM in an engineering major and working in an environment that is male dominated, I just feel a lot of like pride in that, honestly. And I think that's a major benefit, feeling pride in your team, really. Wow. Yeah, and hopefully that that brings in its own type of confidence, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. What, what do you think, Alex? Like, Because um, now, now you're not an intern. <laughs> now you've stepped into the realm Ooh. of... The eternal work, work term. term? Yeah, yes. permanent work term, as permanent we like to call term. it. As we like to call it at Kettering. <laughs> um, so there, there definitely is that that pride, you know, the fact that sometimes I, I've been like the only woman on a team multiple times. And I feel like that's just something that if you're going into this career that you need to know, to know that you will be potentially the only woman sitting in that room, literally having a seat at that table, which is a very empowering thing, honestly, because at the same time, you're feeling like such pride for 
your work, but also feeling like you have to step it up more than anybody else. So I feel like just doing that and constantly staying on your toes and staying on top of the game is definitely a huge benefit of being a woman in STEM is just like knowing that we have to work harder. So it shows that we work harder sometimes, you know, it's like, that, that's like, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but most of the time I think it's a pretty, pretty decent thing. I could add to that, Alex, actually, because people really do underestimate you as a woman in engineering. So, like, the satisfaction you get when you can solve that problem and they can't, that is a great feeling. Yes, I had some guy, (laughs) one of my coworkers at my freaking second co-op comes up to me. And he's like, you did a really great job on this project and sounded really surprised. And I was like, thanks. You know, I did the work. I put the time in. And he's like, just literally glanced me up and down, very obviously glanced me up and down and went like, you don't look like you would know what you're doing. <laughs> and I you know what? And I was like, why because I'm a woman because I'm wearing a skirt to work because I have my makeup done because my nails are painted I'm an idiot I was like you're telling me I don't know what I'm doing because I have an outward appearance that presents very feminine so it was just that was definitely something that was like a like awakening moment for me (laughs) that I was like this is literally what we're gonna have to deal with but at the same time proving those people wrong and being like dropping the mic and I was like that's a project that they like had originally like spent like 30 plus years trying to perfect and they finally were happy with the design that they wanted to like try and implement to see if it would resolve this issue so I was like you know what you didn't do it (laughs) that's so awesome Alex and well and annoying honestly yeah 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 it's it's not just a stereotype unfortunately Shayna did you have an example of because you kind of brought that up of um being able to solve a problem so did you have a specific example you wanted to share um no (laughs) because I haven't really had the chance to solve a problem I'm more just working on projects right now but I guess like the progress I've made on these projects seems very surprising to some of the people that I work with they go out of their way to tell me like hey like really nice job on this no idea if that's because I'm a woman (laughs) but like it feels nice to get appreciated for the work that you do for sure Mm -hmm. maybe you've had some similar uh situations or examples like that in school where you've maybe stood out amongst the amongst the dudes oh yeah actually there is one time um I'm in a group project with two other guys and um my role in that was to find some sample data to use for our project I found a really neat research article online with sample data this data to create our entire project for like a whole semester and so when we had our zoom call with our professor he was like really impressed by that like really impressed by the research that I did and just like went out of his way to say thank you can you email that that article to me because I think it'd be helpful and I was just like (laughs) take that boys (laughs) yeah Haley I'm not sure if I told you this but my situation that Alex made me think of 
um, is a couple semesters ago, in this is an in-school example, uh, we got a, an exam back and it was this part two of an exam. So it was like a practical, uh, how would you design a, a circuit for the, what's the word that I'm looking for? Just the bullet points that my professor said, like mm-hmm. the machine needs to do this, this and that. And so we had to design a circuit for it. And I got my exam back and I got a 97 on the exam. And this was uh, an exam that not a lot of people did well on. And this this person, a classmate that I'd never spoken to because he was a transfer. So this was our first semester in the same class together. And he took my paper, looked at my grade and said, how did you get a 97? And we had never spoken before that. He didn't know anything about me. So it wasn't like he had seen me be like ridiculous in class or and even if he had, he shouldn't have said that. But that was our first conversation. Him him saying to me, how did you get a 97? Yeah. That's crazy how like we all have similar situations. I think I told you, Sire, about this, but I uh ran into someone basically just look at me and say, or I think we were talking about talking about like what I was going to school for. And it was really annoying because I knew I, I wore a really cute outfit that day. Like I wore like a cute little jacket that I never wear. Usually I wear jeans and a jean jacket, (laughs) jean on jean every day. (laughs) (laughs) But I like knew I was like looking feminine and girly and I was super excited. And then he just looks at me like, Oh yeah, I know you definitely don't look like an engineer to me. You look more like a nurse. And I was like, you know, why are they saying that like it's a bad thing? Yeah. First of I all. Know. First of all, excuse me, nurses are strong, <laughs> tough women. You want to sit there and insult a nurse and then ends up needing one sometime. True that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, and it's annoying too. Um, I've kind of talked to Syra about maybe doing another podcast episode on this topic, but like, what do you say in that situation? If you can't think about something right away, because I know talking to Syra later, she was like, Oh, you should ask like, Oh, what does an engineer look like to you? And I was like, Oh, that would have been such a good thing to say. (laughs) I would have just been like, really? Cause I feel like the engineer I am. And then I would have walked away. (laughs) Yeah. I think I was just like, well, I like to surprise people. (laughs) Like, that's what what not to say by Haley Fox. <laughs> well, it's so awkward like it's so hard. Yeah, position. yeah. You don't yeah. know what to do because you're literally stunned that somebody's yeah. sitting there telling you you don't look like what you are, and it's like, well, what does that look like? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Stupid um. experiences. So here's here's okay. How about this? This is a fun one. Hopefully, if you guys had a podcast, what would you have a podcast about? trying to dig into your guys's deepest darkest passions yeah and would you uh and then when should we show up to be guests on your podcast (laughs) (laughs) i've i've like thought about this before actually because there was one summer when i was really into podcasts last summer quarantine so really got into them i thought about it and Honestly, I, like, wouldn't want to limit myself to, like, one topic, so I think what I would do is, like, base it around my experiences as a young woman or a young woman in her 20s, like, what I have learned throughout my years that might be helpful and relatable 
to other people because I know like that's what I look for in a podcast is it being like I can relate to it and so more like a chat show and like have guests occasionally and do fun things but yeah I definitely just wouldn't want to limit myself I would listen to that (laughs) I would be a guest on that I think (laughs) yeah (laughs) how about you Alex I'm still thinking because I think I've thought about doing a podcast similar to the one you guys are doing before. I think Haley and I talked about it briefly because that was when (laughs) Saru was going to be a doctor. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to law school. And then (laughs) you were going to be an engineer and we were going to be a doctor, engineer, and lawyer. I feel like I would have a very blatantly feminist podcast for sure, whatever it was, but I was talking with my long-term distance boyfriend and he really wanted to do a podcast on relationships like ours because it's just something that we've never really had much exposure to. Like in media, I was seeing people who have successfully made it this far, I guess. So just something like, you can do it. Don't give up. <laughs> so maybe- that would be a really cool idea. Yeah. That would be a really cool idea. So I don't, we might. That means, you know, we'll have to actually set up a camera or something while we FaceTime, you know, on end for hours. But because how long, uh, how long have you guys been dating? What what year is it now? Uh, we're on distance? three and a half, um, yeah. but we have not physically seen each other due to the pandemic for a year and two months now yes insane it's terrible but thankfully my love language is not at all physical touch so (laughs) i was like i think that's why we've made it so far it's only words of affirmation gal and gift giving so all right there you go you can definitely the post office works again so (laughs) yeah no we, we send each other like cute little like letters and like amazon things to each other so you know I think we get around it to make it feel like he's still here he sent me a bonsai for our anniversary it was really cute very <laughs> <laughs> nice um Owen I, I I considered myself like a pretty independent person but now I'm at the point where like my husband goes to work and I have a meltdown so I don't know how you guys are <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, he's like I'll be home at 2 30 I'm like can you just leave at 2 20 just 10 minutes that's it just come home a little bit earlier <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, Alex, uh, I would really like that idea of a podcast of long distance in my head. I'm like, I'm dealing with that right now, but we see each other every weekend. <laughs> Y'all, you're making me really sad. Um, anyways, no, I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. No, it's no. it's just like it's it's worth it in the long run when you know how you are together. I literally mm-hmm. feel like I have met my soulmate because we argue like the perfect amount. Because I'm such an argumentative person that I, I need, I hate a yes man. I hate a yes man. So we argue like that perfect amount that keeps me on my toes and still lets me get that energy out. But then we still like apologize to each other. We like, have all these inside jokes. And it's just like I look at him after three and a half years through a phone and my heart still like flutters it's the weirdest thing in the whole entire world but i don't know i just feel like having like people get more exposed to things that would be cool now i'm curious like what is an appropriate amount of arguing (laughs) 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 like it's an appropriate amount for me 
Well, like, I don't know, like at least one small argument a day where I'm just like, oh my God, you're so annoying. And he's just like, I'm literally just sitting here. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> no, it's just, it's like not even like that. Cause sometimes like he plays video games a lot. And so he'll be doing like other things. And I'm like, you're not even listening to me. <laughs> my favorite line. It's my favorite. Oh, I know. Ugh. I was going to ask, um, do you guys have si- significant others that are also in the STEM field or? Ooh, I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> mm, we're right there, Haley girl. Yep. <laughs> Alex met her uh, boyfriend through Kettering too. So I was oh, going to check in and see if Cheyenne also had an engineering boo. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And he, Woo! <laughs> same school as me, University of Buffalo, same Woo! major. So yeah, we met through mutual friends. So I think all of our significant others are also engineers, same major, same school, and, and same school. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Gross. Are we Wait, basic? So, we're so basic. <laughs> are we? Are we basic? No, I'm just kidding. We, we thought we had a diverse group of women tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and we I'm all so fell for damn men in engineering. <laughs> <laughs> So, and maybe we should ask like kind of the side question, um, just cause I'm curious, but like, how, how do you like dating, um, your, or how do you like dating someone that's in the same field as you? Do you guys Ooh. kind of talk about, um, similar engineering things? Do you, do you, what do you question. like that? Yeah. I don't know. It might be fun. <laughs> I, Haley, I love we, and hate that question. But I if we have some time, first. we can put it, we can keep it in, but yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm not going first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Olaf and I, like, we're we're two very smart individuals over different things. He <laughs> is the type of mechanical engineer that is a full-on gearhead that will just build an engine from scrap parts just with his greasy bare hands in a garage for hours, <laughs> tankering on things. He posts incessantly about all of these supercars that are coming out and how he wants to get one when he comes back. And I'm sitting over here just the opposite. When I get home, like sometimes, like I love hearing about all these new engineering breakthroughs, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I need a break. (laughs) So I want to do things and like relax. And he constantly wants to talk about, I don't like his really cool engineering hobbies, which is amazing. But at the same time, I'm just like, no more cars, please. (laughs) Yeah. Alex, if your boyfriend wasn't in Brazil, I would think that we were sharing a man because that is literally <laughs> Owen. And I'm like, I please don't give me homework right now. Like, I don't want to think about how to wire this up or what this relay does. Or if you have a safety PLC, what this means. I don't want to think about that. I just want to play Gears of War. And <laughs> I just want to like eat a sandwich. And that's all I want to do. And I think uh, Owen is like you said about your boyfriend Alex he's very smart and his mind never turns off and I thought I used to be like that I don't know if it's because I'm a little bit older now but I'm just like I yeah I feel like I'm talking to my dad sometimes when we talk about homework I'm like please just tell me yes or no don't explain to me why the sun revolves around the earth when I ask you like what two plus two is and I'm like yeah no but it's like 50 things at once right like there's so many different things I'm like how does your brain work like this how do you focus on like 500 different things at once but you guys love it at the same time 
right? <laughs> we we ha- yeah, right? <laughs> well, Haley, <laughs> three and a half years in, I would say it's pretty safe to say, but I, I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't mind it. So yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely have similar similar experiences. I think on one of me and Jesus are one of our very first dates. I think he he grabbed his notebook and showed me that he had written down uh, a way to be able to calculate the square root of a number pretty fast. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you want to make out? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really, I actually really do love having a boyfriend in the STEM world because I honestly, I feel like I'm always making him do our homework together. It's really nice having same major, same classes because um I can yeah I can like bounce ideas off of him kind of understands like what I'm going through as like a woman in the workplace too I think that's pretty cool and um like he understands that work environment but I don't know uh let's have Cheyenne touch on that a little bit too what do do you think about that um I mean I don't have much to say about this just because my boyfriend and I have similar work ethics and we are also the same year, same major, and in the same classes, but we're able to find, like, a good relationship and school balance, which is nice, so. I feel like the thing that saved me was that Olaf and I were not the same year. <laughs> I don't know, because, like, something about, like, us working together sometimes, I'm just, like, I do things a certain way, he does things <laughs> an entirely different way, so... I don't know. I feel like I would get like so stressed out if we tried to like do homework together or sit through a lecture. So I'd be like so distracted. I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, that, but I think that's good too. Like, I think that has its pros too, because then you guys thrive as, as individuals in your, dif- in your si- similar, but separate fields. So I think that, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I definitely have to say, despite everything I just said about Owen, he, I, I, would, <laughs> I would, he really is able to, help me stay focused, uh, especially on homeworks that I don't necessarily want to do, which tend to be reading very dense PLC textbook related items. And he is able to, being advanced um, by, I think, half a semester, he's he's advanced by, he and being that that's his passion, PLCs, I'm able to bounce ideas off of him, like Kaylee mentioned, and really learn uh, not just through it kind of a dry textbook and my classes but through someone I have at home that's a nice thing right they're kind of always accessible to us for the most part yeah exactly all right guys so what do you think would be your dream job or do you have any um other goals or research that you would like to get into I know both of you guys kind of kind of like a little bit of touch on the bio side so is it like delving more into that um yeah what what's your what's your dream project dream goals that you have in in your career field I feel like medical devices would definitely be a cool thing to go into you know versus just doing your nitty-gritty like mechanical engineering and just doing other components because I just feel like it's more interesting when you have to design it to go into a body or work with a body rather than just thinking of like how fast can we make this go without it falling apart or having crazy vibrations. So I, I feel like for me, that would be a more interesting like short-term career route, but 
I talked with you about this, Haley, about how I wanted to actually go to law school next year for IP law. So that's definitely something that I still want to pursue. Um, but, you know, obviously, I've got to take my LSATs and hope somebody lets me in. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Your turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty much just trying to, like, figure out where my place is now. And I this internship is really helping me, I think, because so far I really like it. So that's a good sign. <clears throat> Short term, I would like to stay with biomedical engineering as much as I can, uh, working with uh, the different products that we use, maybe even, like, medical devices. I have no idea, like, where I want to work long-term wanting to manage people and gain experience um in that side like move out of engineering more people side of like engineering i guess that's what i'm trying to say so would you want to go and then get like a master's degree in the future yeah so that's um one thing i would be interested in doing but right now i'm (laughs) done and over school if a company decides to pay for me to go back i'm totally (laughs) my sentiments exactly (laughs) cool Syrah looks so done (laughs) she's sitting there looking like she's going through it (laughs) well I think for me Haley well maybe me and Cheyenne Haley I think you have like one more term right but me and Cheyenne are, are like at the tip of the iceberg point where we're so close to graduation so i think i think in that last year you're just mentally like i hate this just let it be over (laughs) like all i want to do when you think of working as like an escape you're like please just let me work (laughs) no but then you go to work full-time and you're just like Please, please don't let me work. We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys just wait. It's a beautiful door that's about to be opened for you. Guys, no one is going to want to go into engineering after this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that. Just know, like I'm necessarily kidding. like the thought of just working every day for the rest of my life freaks me out. Oh, in a general, in a general, in a general sense, like no matter working, where I no. did it, agreed. I would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I wish we could just put what you just did in the podcast. <laughs> I wish we could make it audible somehow. No, but I totally agree with you. But I think for me, and I maybe for Shiana, the thought of just work versus work and school seems like oh for sure going to work is an escape (laughs) oh yeah no I used to like I transferred to Kettering so I went to school beforehand and I was working almost full-time and going to school for like 16 credits I think and I wanted to absolutely die I cried for like a serious four months straight (laughs) yeah crying is a pretty nice pastime i would say it is it is yes yeah kettering is nice because it does split up your like Mm -hmm. split up your school and work like when it's school time i mean it's go time but during our work terms it's definitely more of like a relax like i can kind of i don't know i feel like i have more time to like think of new goals that i want to pursue and um 
Because you're not being hazed. Because <laughs> I'm not being hazed. No, you're not being but... abused by the school system. <laughs> um. But no, I do, I do think that, you know, maybe that is one of the struggles of being like an intern because you, you do have to do school through it usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys have all probably gained like so much experience doing it. And, and yeah, and it, and it does make, it does make that full-time working a little sweeter because once you get there, then you're like, okay, what, now what? What do I want to pursue? What do I want to research on my own? What do I want to do in my free time? What other things are out there in engineering that I can pursue outside of my math class and my stats class and all of those? Yeah, um, it's just searching for the what's next. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will do awesome in your fields. And you too, Haley yeah, girl. I'm excited. So we want to wrap up with a silly question, but I want you guys to take it very seriously. Are you ready? Yes. If you had a useless superpower, (laughs) what would your superpower be? And as an example, one of my friends told me a while back that his superpower would be his hair would grow really, really long, really, really rapidly when he was scared. (laughs) That was his useless superpower. Mm-mm. Manifesting food, like cooked food. That is not useless. <laughs> <laughs> not a useless. I know. Superpower. I'm like, it's like such a very like a silly, silly superpower. But at the same time, I'm like, I literally eat microwave meals. <laughs> Somebody please help. <laughs> <laughs> please help this girl. <laughs> no, what is the useless... I like the ability to Mm -hmm. cut paper with my mind. There you go. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love it. And and in first place, the new first place, cutting paper with her mind. What about you, Shayana? Why did, okay, why did your friend say that? Did he have a reason? That that was just, those are the parameters. You can cover your face, like when you're nervous. <laughs> Use it when you're embarrassed. I think that's where he was going, like just like a hiding, like a yeah, like a cousin it mechanism. I feel that everything I'm thinking of is like productive in some way. I don't know. Stop being productive. <laughs> I know. All I can think right now is like anything that allows me to clean things without actually cleaning them, like. Meaning, when I when I need to do it, I'm gonna think about it, and you can circle back around to me. Okay, I thought of a good one. Tell me, tell us. Being able to manifest my reusable grocery bag as soon as I'm going to the grocery store, <laughs> so that's I don't forget it at home. Useless, that's useful. Though. That's useful. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's guess so right. useful. I would use this that hard. one too. It is hard. It's, it is okay. hard, right? That's mm-hmm. what I like about it. I guess I thought it was useless because, like, I could just get a bag at the grocery store. Yeah, but then plastic. Yeah. Mm. Gross. Ooh, I know, I know. Ooh. If I had a useless superpower, it would be able to talk to dogs and communicate with them. But that's, that's useful, useful? too! <laughs> All of these are useful. <laughs> useful because my dog would be like it would make me so much less lonely 
I feel like dog, I, I literally do tomorrow. not need friends anymore <laughs> because it's just me and my homie, a little dog chilling. <laughs> and you would know how they're feeling. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, what's wrong, them. sweetie? Why <laughs> oh, are you oh, yelling okay. Here all we go. the time? <laughs> what if you could talk to dogs, but you didn't speak the same language? Now that's a useless <laughs> super effect. <laughs> 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 it's so useless. <laughs> that's that's the kind of action that I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> I was thinking oh, this man. isn't necessarily one that I want, but here's one that I thought of just now is the ability to have my nails painted in just an instant. That's a useful one again. You think that's useful? To have what your nails that for? Nails painted? Do you know how long it takes yeah. me to do my nails when I have to do them? Oh, that would be so oh, useful. See, I never do my nails, so there's never like a practical reason to have your nails done. Is what I'm thinking. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's a good useless superpower. A it's good, a good right useless. Amount. That feels so <laughs> wrong to say. It's like an oxymoron. It's got to be useful enough, but like we don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. The ability to like close a slightly opened drawer with your mind. I feel like that counts. I feel like that's good. Yeah. Agreed. It's not like a fully open thing. It's just like you forgot to push it in all the way. So you're just like, yeah. Boop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cheyenne, were you saying something? No, I was just going to say like pretty much anything that has to do with like a hobby, right? Because hobbies aren't necessary. Hmm. like actually productive so like i don't know or a skill even like being able to do a backflip that would be cool can't do that though i feel like that is pretty good because what do you need a backflip for Mm -hmm. basic maneuvers yeah i'm trying to think of things that are like conditional like oh i'm super strong but, like, only when I'm upside down. <laughs> yeah. I love that. See, I feel like that's really getting to the heart of what Tyler found when he like answered be able, that question. I mean, with that, you'll be able to do a really good handstand because it would be super strong. But then you can, like, only lift things with, like, one hand. <laughs> so, like, right. <laughs> and if your balance sucks, then you can't do a handstand even if you're strong. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys have this question, so it sounded promising. <laughs> I loved it. I love the results that I got from you guys. I loved it. Well, we do want to thank you guys very much for coming. Uh, this is a new experience for us as well as for you. And I think I can speak for Haley when I say this is a really enjoyable experience. Um, I, f- I felt like I would get to know you guys a little bit better. But I didn't really feel like I knew I would listen to you talk and then just think, I wish we could all be coworkers. We we do have similar experiences, but I feel like we're all so different. And it would be, if we ever all worked at the same place, they would have something come to them because we would be a force. So I just appreciate there. hearing from you ladies. Well, awesome. Yeah, great. I really yeah. liked being on. It was so nice finally meeting all of you and getting to do this. And it's awesome that you guys are motivating people, even though we might not have in this particular podcast. Mm-hmm. I promise engineering's not bad. 
Um, but you're, you're doing good stuff. You're getting us the recognition we deserve, which is much needed. So thank you. That is true. Yeah, we definitely did want to highlight you guys, just knowing that you guys maybe have dealt with some struggles um, through being a woman or being an intern. Um, but you've definitely had some successes and we're really excited to highlight a little bit of that. So, well, thank you again for coming. Yeah, maybe maybe so when much. one day we'll do something more specified and then say, Alex, if we're doing like an aerospace thing, we can have you and talk about your specific thing that you do. And Cheyenne, if we're doing something more specific to you, we can have you guys on again because I really enjoyed having you both. Yeah, I enjoyed this too. Thank you. Yeah, really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. I hope you liked hearing from some guests and not just me and Syrah's voices the entire time. <laughs> Definitely a good change of pace. Um, we have no links or anything really to, to give for you guys. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.